0: Hello and welcome to the Let's Guide podcast, the ultimate podcast for Google Local Guides. You're listening to episode number 35, which I have given the title Adding Roads. When you click on the profile picture of a local guide in Google Maps a screen pops up listing the number of contributions she or he has made split up by type of contribution. In most cases there are quite high numbers for photos and answers, sometimes also for reviews. But the contribution type where you are most likely to see a zero is Roads Added. Perhaps all the roads have already been added. Or perhaps it's extremely difficult to add roads to Google Maps. In this episode you will find out that this is most certainly not the case and you will get loads of tips on how to get rid of that nasty zero should that uh, be there on your personal Local Guides profile. As usual, I want to point out first that I'm not an official representative of Google, I'm not a member of the local guides team, I'm just a local guide like most of you. Everything you hear in this episode is therefore also my personal interpretation of things. This episode is recorded at the beginning of October 2021 and is therefore describing the situation as it is today. Should you be listening at a later date, things might obviously have changed. Let's get started! When I started my journey as a local guide, most of my contributions were, not surprisingly, pictures and answers. I never have been a heavy reviewer, but I did some of those too. But then I discovered edits and got absolutely hooked on that. There was so much stuff that could be added and changed to the places on maps, that the number of edits I had made quickly ran into the thousands. And at 5 points per edit, That obviously led quite quickly to new, higher local guide levels. Along the way, I also noticed that when you click your profile picture on Maps, you get to see that picture when you go to Your Contributions, so the item Your Contributions in the Maps menu. So when you click that, a screen pops up that shows how many contributions you have made per type of contribution. There are 11 items shown there in total. And I immediately noticed that some of those had a very low count, or even a zero. That obviously needed to be remedied as soon as possible. I couldn't possibly have any zeros there. One of the low ones was ratings. And uh, it really took me a while to grasp that having a low number there is actually a good thing because that number shows you the places where you have given a rating so a one to five stars but not a review as soon as you review uh, one of those places the number of ratings on your profile will actually go down so okay I have to admit at this point I have given a few places on maps a rating but not a review on purpose specifically to avoid having a zero there. On Connect, by the way, the official forum that Google provides for local guides, there are, uh, from time to time, other local guides asking the same question about ratings. So in my view, it would perhaps be better to just count all the ratings, no matter if you have reviewed the place or not. Another low counter was showing on my profile for videos. So I made some videos. This zero is really easy to get rid of. Just go to any shop you like, make a a 10 second video with your phone, and boom, the zero is gone. But it seems in general that adding photos to maps has never really caught on. Most points of interest, most places on maps still have only pictures and no videos. Perhaps the reason could be that people who are interested in making videos in the context of Google Maps are more active in the Street View area, who knows. Lists, when I first looked at my profile, also had zero entries, but although it takes some work to create a list. It is something you can always do if you want to. Just list a couple of your favorite restaurants and soon you will have one list published instead of zero lists. But then there were two more items where you can only increase the counter by adding stuff to maps which is not yet there. The first one is of course the counter for places added. That one might sound harder than it is. In every town, city or village new businesses will pop up from time to time and in a lot of cases the business owner is not aware of the possibility to add his business to maps so just by looking around carefully in your own neighborhood it won't take long before you can start adding places the other remaining counter however is something else it lists roads added today's topic Depending on where you are, things might be different, but from my Western European perspective, it seemed sheer impossible to add roads, simply because all of them were were already on the map. And new roads are not being added as frequently as new businesses, right? And if they are added, those new roads, surely they will show up on maps quite soon by the efforts of, for example, local authorities, right? Well, No, those assumptions turned out not to be right and in the meantime I have actually discovered quite a few methods to find roads that have not been added to maps already. A couple of weeks ago when I first thought hey, I could make an episode on this topic, my counter for roads added was 21 When I was writing the script, it was up to 47, and today, at the moment of recording, it's already 66. And in fact, I have set myself a goal to reach a three-digit number, so 100 or more, by the end of 2021 should be possible. So, let's have a look at those ways in which you can find roads to add on maps. The first one is actually something I posted about on CONNECT some six months ago already. The post was called how to get rid of that annoying zero for roads added, which I will obviously link to in the show notes. And some local guides have already um, given me feedback uh, in that post, in the comments to that post that it's actually helped them find roads to add. So let's check out what was in that post. When you look at Google Maps in satellite view, by the way, everything I mention here refers to the Maps app on Android. As a mobile first person, I hardly ever use Maps on desktop. So if you uh, check um, the map in satellite view and zoom into the level where the scale indicator, that small thing in the bottom right corner, where that says 100 or 200 meters, Uh, If you have your scale in feet, it's 200 to 500. And scroll around in places where there are cities or villages, you might notice that some patches on the map have a lighter, a paler color in the predominantly green, brown and grey satellite images. Those could be new construction sites with possibly new roads. Please do check out the post uh, I'm linking to uh, on CONNECT for some detailed examples with very clear pictures on how to see and how to then add the roots. You should be aware, however, that those uh, lighter patches could also be different things, for example quarries. Another method of finding newly added roads is to check the website of chains of supermarkets or other types of big stores. They typically have a section quite prominently on their site pointing uh, out that there are new shops which they will be opening soon or have recently opened. In some cases these new branches are built on vacant lots and those types of shops usually come with quite a big parking lots, and possibly some new roads to connect the shop and its parking to the existing infrastructure Parking lots of supermarkets, by the way, uh, is also something you should be looking for as a source for roads to add Often those have traffic regulation signage on the complete parking of parts of them which makes them then roads in their own right especially if uh, those parking lots have multiple exits and entries. While you're checking those chain websites, you could also have a look at real estate sites. Some of those will have offerings in areas where there are new developments, so where multiple new houses are being built. And those of course might need some new roads or road segments. That's in fact also an important remark in this context. Adding a road need not always mean adding hundreds of meters of road. It can easily be a short new segment added to an existing road. When for example a couple of new houses are being built at what was previously the end of a particular street. Some types of missing roads could be classified as it was hard for the street view car to spot. You can also find those by scrolling around the satellite images, as I described earlier, for finding their paler spots. But then you need to scroll around a bit slower. At that 100-200 meter zoom level, you can see the existing roads drawn on top of the map. So the, those grey drawn lines where there are roads already. What you should be looking for is then gray or pale lines where no road is already showing up, so where no drawn gray line is on top of it. Some typical examples here are short dead end streets or a single house or a farm at some distance from the main roads. If there's a house, Seemingly in the middle of nowhere, there must be a road leading to it. How else would people get to that house? Sometimes it's difficult to see the connection uh, from uh, the connection to the main road because for example, there's a lot of tree uh, a lot of trees blocking the uh, sites uh, for on the uh, satellite image But then Street View can come to the rescue. There you might then see where the road under the trees starts or where it connects to the main road. In general, Street View is often helpful, but you will soon notice that the Street View images are usually older than the satellite images. Another example of those the street view car didn't spot it uh, might be uh, missing connections between existing roads that's also something i've come across a couple of times already you have a, seg- a road segment on the left you have a road segment on the right and then in the middle you clearly see on this satellite image there is a connection between the two and it's simply not yet connected so definitely also go hunt for those To explain the final type of road you can add, I want to point out that road does not necessarily mean road where cars or other vehicles can drive. A lot of paths meant for pedestrians are also not yet marked on Google Maps. Those can be paths in woods or on the countryside, but also walking paths in, for example, cemeteries or parks. Especially in bigger ones, it can be very useful for people walking around there to have the entire area mapped, so they can use maps in navigation in, for example, a big park. By now you might be wondering, okay, okay, plenty of opportunity there, but how exactly do I do this, adding roads? Well, it's not all that hard. It has in fact been made much easier quite recently. As I mentioned before, what I describe here is how you do it on Android. So in the app, you first click Contribute in the menu at the bottom, then Edit Map, the pencil icon near the top left of the screen, and then choose the third option from the top, Add or Fix a Road, it's called. Another menu that opens and Missing Road is the top menu item there. That then brings you to the map, where you can just follow the on-screen instructions. Basically, you just need to first tap the place where the road should start and then draw along the line where you see it on the satellite image. Pretty much like you would do on road mapper, if you're familiar with that. Then you click on the plus sign for each node where the road takes a turn. And if you're done, click the V symbol to confirm. Sometimes you can't draw all segments in a single operation, but that's not a problem, as you can uh, continue to add other road, road segments before submitting the entire edit. This possibility to add multiple roads in one operation was added relatively recently, but unfortunately it's not always working properly. Sometimes the plus you need to be blue for adding, uh, uh, starting to add another road is simply grayed out. You can't add more of them. If you then just abort uh, the operation and start all over again, it does work. So it's hard to tell what the problem is. Let's simply hope that they get this fixed soon. An important difference I want to point out between road adding edits and other types of edits on maps is that the advice we typically give to contribute edits one by one in order to avoid edits getting not applied because one of the things you submit could not be verified, well that advice does not apply here, uh, perhaps even on the contrary. In my view submitting all roads and road segments in a specific area all at once might be much better than submitting them one by one as that kind of total picture that you then send will give a better overview to the google employee who needs to check the edit all of those edits in my experience, are checked by a human. I have in any case never had a road-adding edit being approved algorithmically. I did perform some analysis on the approved edits that I've seen so far and the average time it takes to get an edit approved for me is 7.7 days, with 20 days being the longest and as little as 2 days being the quickest. I do have to say that I did submit a lot more edits than the ones that were approved so I'm not sure if we get notifications about all the edits. As I've never had a not applied feedback about those edits I suspect that perhaps those are simply not shown. The notifications in general for the road adding edits are a bit strange in fact. On mobile devices they're simply not showing up in the list of edits that you have made. If you make an edit about for example a, uh, the shape of a road being wrong those edits pending and approved are shown on mobile device in your list of edits but not the ones for adding roads. On desktop however adding roads is also showing up. Very strange. Fortunately, there's still email notifications, of course, and those are always sent uh, to thank you for submitting and of course when uh, an edition is being uh, published. I will keep monitoring this and give updates in upcoming episodes if I get new insights in these topics. Before I forget, there's one important point I still need to address. Using the tips I mentioned you will also find from time to time patches of road which are in fact not public roads but people's driveway. Those should of course not be added to maps. I know that for those of you who are interested in getting a lot of local guides points, after all adding a road brings 15 points. The temptation might be great to add any patch of asphalt you come across but please do also consider people's privacy. A good sign to recognize those are gates. Often there's a gate you can spot from the satellite image and or street view and for me that is a clear sign not to add a road segment there. One final tip in case you are not able to find any missing roads in the area you are looking at The tips work best in countries without very strict urban planning rules, like Belgium, my home country, or France. They're much less useful in um, countries where uh, the housing is much more structured, like the UK or the Netherlands. Especially in France, you come across missing roads in more or less any inhabited area you look at. So I'd say. Go check it out. It's time for some news. Let's indeed have a look at some interesting news items regarding Google Maps and the Local Guides program. One of the interesting articles I came across is linked to Rhodes as well. It was published in, uh, on the website Auto Evolution. Apparently Google has plans to monitor road quality with the help of maps, as they have acquired a patent in that domain. The the article uh, on it is quite technical, so check out the link in the show notes for all details. And it has, by the way, also a link to the patent itself on the Google website. The next newsworthy topic I want to address is what I think to be a change in the policy about the notifications for places we as local guides add to maps. One of the reasons which are traditionally mentioned why an edit to add a new place would result in the dreaded not applied has always been that another local guide or the business owner has added the place before you did submit your edit and their edit was approved which meant that your edit was getting a not applied because the place was of course already created when your submission was processed by the Google team. On a current support page however, and I will also link to that of course in the show notes, there is something completely different to be read and I quote Some places that you add and show up as approved might not give you local guide points if someone else already added the same place before you. Whoa, I was really surprised to read this on an official page. And perhaps that's already there for quite a while, but if they did change the policy in this sense, That's definitely a good thing, as there was a lot of frustration among local guides when they were getting a not applied for this kind of edit, to add a place where they were standing in front of it, submitting pictures and still getting not applied. Apparently, this is now fixed. And finally, I want to draw your attention to a few novelties that were announced recently on The Keyword, the official Google blog. One of them is that a brand new layer is being added to maps to specifically track wildfires, a feature which is unfortunately increasingly useful. The map already consists of several layers, like the one with the points of interest, the places that we as local guides can contribute to, the transit layer, the traffic layer, and so on. So now there's an extra one for wildfires. That same blog post, which will be in the show notes of course, also mentions a new possibility to add a lot of addresses quickly with the address maker app. This is based off the plus codes you find in maps and it's very useful for countries and regions that don't have a well-structured address system. This Address maker app, however, is not something you as local guide can help with because it's only open to governments and NGOs, but well worth mentioning in my view. And that, dear listener, rounds up this 35th uh, episode of the Let's Guide podcast. In the meantime, do get in touch with me if you have any questions, comments, or remarks can do so by sending an email to letsguidepodcast at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter uh, under Local Guides Guru or of course on Local Guides Connect where I am active as a Connect moderator. Jan van Haver is my name there which happens to be my real name. All the show notes I have referred to can be found on the uh, podcast website which is simply let's That's all for now. Stay tuned for more episodes soon. Bye bye Game over.